My guest today is Dr. Angela Potter. Dr. Potter is a leading holistic doctor in women's health. After the birth of her first baby, she came face to face with the hardships mothers frequently experience after giving birth. She was amazed at how little health support is given to mothers, particularly in their work-life balance. From there, she began specializing in helping busy moms find a live and vibrant, healthy living. On the show today, Dr. Potter and I discuss the importance of reclaiming your health and energy as a busy mom, as well as some specific stress management tips to help you in your busy life. We delve into a discussion on the importance of nutrition, the foods we eat, how we all need nourishment, and the reality behind yo-yo dieting and the role that stress, hormonal imbalance, lack of proper nutrients all play in our lives. When asked what it means to be more than a mother, Dr. Potter said, to me, being more than a mother is to tap into the alive and vibrant, healthy living available to all of us on a daily basis. It's to waking up, being excited about the day because I am fulfilled and uplifted in each role I have as a woman, mother, and wife. Let's dive into this conversation with Dr. Potter. Hi, Dr. Angela. How are you? Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am so excited that you could be here with me today. Thank you, LaJuan. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, this is just, I am just glad that we were able to coordinate this with our different schedules and everything that was happening. I'm glad that we were able to get this all coordinated. Now, before we jump into the interview, if you could just take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. Yes, of course. So I tell people that I help busy, burnt out moms reclaim their health and energy. And I am a naturopathic doctor and I'm here in Portland, Oregon. And I have, I'm a mom myself. I have two kids. They are four and a half and two and a half. That's wonderful. Sounds like you are very busy, a busy mom yourself who is out here helping busy moms. Uh huh. Yes, exactly. Before we get into the topic that we're going to discuss today about stress management for busy moms, if you could just kind of walk us through your transformational journey or the, those moments that put you on this path that sparked your interest towards helping busy moms? Oh, yes, of course, because it was my own journey into motherhood that opened my eyes to all the health support that moms need. And, you know, when I was pregnant with my first, my son, I didn't even think I needed to plan for postpartum. I was just thinking, oh, it's going to be such a beautiful moment, this, you know, idyllic time with me and my husband and our new baby. And um, I didn't have any inkling that it was going to be difficult. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, it was the exact opposite for me. Um, it was, you know, having him, I was, of course, like over the moon, excited to be meeting him and so in love with him. My body physically felt really terrible. And I have had a really difficult time healing after that birth. You know, I could barely walk up and down stairs. I was having huge amounts of anxiety. And then I remember this time, you know, it was around that three month mark, right? When I had 
gone back to work. And I remember I had just finished up a meeting on the phone and I was like scribbling things down on my to-do list. And I got out of that meeting and I just started crying because I was thinking, oh my gosh, there's no way that that this is supposed to be how it is, right? Like I was exhausted. I was still incredibly anxious and I now needed to be focusing on my work, which, you know, I really enjoyed, but because I was still so much figuring out motherhood, it was, I, I felt like I was swimming in a black hole, honestly. And I had no idea how, where to turn. And you know, I mean, my little baby, he needed me for all of his needs still. And yet I had to try to switch my brain over to go to work. And that was really difficult for me. And I knew in that moment, I thought, you know, this is not right, that mothers are not given guidance, health support in this time, because birth and, and postpartum healing is a huge event on the mind and the body. And then, you know, if we don't get that support, in that early postpartum time, well, then that just continues as far as, you know, anxiety and stress and hormone imbalance for years. And so, you know, I knew that I was a doctor at this point. And so I knew like, all right, I just, I need to take some time to really focus on my own health. And I did, you know, I gathered my wellness team. I used my own knowledge of herbs and medicine and, and nutrition and I put together a plan, a healing plan for myself. And I did, I got to this place where I felt really strong and balanced. My anxiety was gone and I felt really, you know, fulfilled being a professional and a mother. It was really beautiful. And so, you know, that was now four and a half years ago. And since then, I've transitioned my practice to be helping other busy, burnt out moms who are looking around in their lives saying, what in the world? Like, it's not supposed to be like this. And getting to them to a place where they feel really strong and balanced and are able to, to have that, you know, the best of both, both worlds, like feeling really good in their professional life if they are working, and then also feeling really balanced in and and present with their kids when they're finished working and not being in that space of just running around feeling like you're, you know, a chicken with its head cut off. Um, And so it's all about balance. That's that's my goal with my patients is to help with balance and, and stress management. Right. And I like how you touched on the fact that you had your child and it's really, you're giving this child, it's handed over to you, but there's really no support for how, when you become a mother, what to do after you have the baby, so to speak. There's no plan. You're just handed this little human and you're taking over the responsibility for raising this little person. And then also your own health and wellness that comes after that. And as you said, there really, there's no plan. There's no support. There's really nothing that exists. Once you kind of just have the baby go home and it's just like here, you have to manage your emotions, the changes that are happening within the household. And that's easily can make a mom feel overwhelmed. And then you add in the component, like you said, with going back to work So that's a whole nother thing after six weeks is what a lot of people do, go back to work after six weeks. And now you're putting your child in daycare or wherever they may be. 
there are just so many factors that change in a woman's life once she becomes a mom. And as you said, there's really no healing plan. There's no wellness plan. There's no plan of support after you have a baby. Right. It's a huge disservice to mothers. This, this idea that, okay, you know, you, you'll come in for your six week visit and you'll, it's usually, you know, about 15 minutes where the doctor gives you that check off and said, basically says, you know, okay, you look great and good luck. And yet mothers usually do not feel good at that point. And yet they aren't really able to verbalize what's going on because then, you know, culturally we have this opposite view. When you look in in the media and celebrity pictures, right, there's this idea that postpartum healing is easy, that there's not really much to fuss about. I mean, right now there are some really cool accounts and people who are bringing awareness to it, but you know, for the most part, there is this, this unrealistic expectation that it's, it's fine. And so when I'm talking to my patients, I find that one of the biggest struggles for moms is that the expectation of motherhood versus the reality is so different. And of course, you know, all of us, we love our kids and it's not at all about that. It's just this, it's trying to, figure out how to make it all work and be that super mom. And if you don't have the right health support in place to help balance stress, to help keep your hormones steady throughout the month and your body replenished, then you're just going to be slogging through it. And that's just one extra thing to keep you, keep you down. That is so very true, especially those expectations versus reality and the fact that there is this kind of glamorized look of postpartum. But as you did say, there are more and more people that are starting to be transparent. But when we look at the general images that are pushed out there for the general public to see, it's this bounce back culture where, okay, I have a baby, I bounce back all as well. And I was thinking when you said, about the six weeks visit, you get the check mark. It's like all is well, you're okay. And you said a lot of moms don't realize it, and they don't aren't able to verbalize it because they don't recognize what's happening. And just thinking back to my own part postpartum journey, many many years ago, because my kids are eleven, thirteen, and twenty. But thinking back to that <laughs> journey, it was like even in that six weeks period, it's not enough to even recognize that something is wrong. Because I know with my first son. I didn't get diagnosed. I wound up being diagnosed with general depression two years after he was born. But the doctor, therapist that I went to, psychiatrist said that I most likely had postpartum depression that was never treated. So it just became a general depression because it lasted so long. So just in thinking about that, because there's not a lot of conversation, especially back then around postpartum, I like seeing more today, there's more and more conversation about it. But Back then, there wasn't a lot of conversation, a lot of internet things happening, shared that way. So I was living in this thing, thinking something is wrong with me, not recognizing that, hey, this is normal to feel after you have a child. Oh, yes, Lon. Thank you so much for sharing that because that is such a huge issue, right? You are not alone in that. There are so many other mothers who are feeling that way and are really confused about, yeah, exactly. Like why, why is this happening? Is this normal? And then yeah, two years, three years after that, 
then sometimes, you know, it takes that long because just to get like sleep and to get to a place where you feel like, okay, I can reach out for help or, or it's gotten so bad and so long that it's like, okay, I need some support here. Um, but it's, it's an issue when we say that postpartum is only that first six weeks or that those first three months, because then that leaves mothers who are past that point and still struggling to be feeling like, okay, then, then I must not be normal if I'm still struggling and it's, I'm this far post birth. Um, you know, I don't really want to reach out because maybe something, you know, maybe I just need to do a little bit more meditation or, you know, like there's, they don't think that they should be reaching out, but it's so important to get that help. And I mean, kudos to you for reaching out and, and working with someone and, and working through that process. Well, thank you for that. Yes. And it was one of those things where you don't kind of recognize it, but you're just like, okay, something is wrong. I know I still shouldn't be feeling this way. Let me go seek some help and figure out what exactly is going on. So I am glad that I did that. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't. And you brought up a good point about when you were going back to work and how moms are going back to work. So through your experience and seeing moms over these years, what have, what have you noticed are your biggest struggles that moms are experiencing as they're going back to work after maternity leave? Yes. So I would say... One is stress, <laughs> and which is like an understatement, right? And like stress and then that anxiety and depression. Because typically, right, you know, it is either around that six-week mark or that three-month mark that moms are, are typically going back to work. And oh my goodness, like that, those babies are still so young going through so many developmental processes themselves, let alone barely sleeping through the night. And then when you add work on top of that, then it's just, it can be the tipping point for many mothers. Um, for some, it's a really, it feels really good, right? Because they want to have that identity and that time away. And that's awesome. But for many mothers, it can be the tipping point of too much stress, too much overwhelm. A big um, part of that is that gets lost is nutrition and food, right? Because that, you know, you have to be making all these meals throughout the day, making sure, you know, kids are fed and the whole family is fed. And so often when I'm talking with mothers, you know, that's the first thing that goes. It's like they're just choosing the quickest thing to get some calories in, um, which is often like, you know, uh, processed foods or, or real on the go meals, which of course you're just trying to do what you can for your family. But nutrition, particularly for a, 
for you as the mother who is still healing after the birth process and is under this incredibly stressful experience of needing, um, you know, of balancing work and home life. Nutrition is the foundation for keeping you energized throughout the day and keeping stress low. And so um, that's something really to consider and work with somebody with to help get some tips of how to make it, how to make that simple, right? <laughs> to get some nourishing food in your body, which then equates to that more energy and lower stress. Oh, that's interesting because I never would have thought of nutrition. You know that you hear that nutrition is important in health and wellness, but then equating it to new moms and after having a baby and how you're saying that is true, that nutrition and food really are those first things that we kind of sacrifice when we have new babies and life is moving so fast. But I've never heard it said to where nutrition is that foundation for your energy and to keeping the stress low. And I mean, thinking about it in practice, yes, that is really true. Because when you're eating well, I know for myself, when I'm putting the right things into my body, overall, my energy is better and I do feel better. But I don't think many people realize how important nutrition is in day-to-day -day living. And then especially being a new mom with a new baby and adjusting to all those things that are happening with your body at that time. Yes, exactly. And, you know, there are cultures around the world and throughout history who really understand the importance of nourishing the new mother, particularly in that really early postpartum time. And so they have, you know, body work and teas and foods that are given to the mother to help with her strength. And there's a very clear connection between the food that you give to the mother and then her healing process. Well, here, you know, in the U.S., really, we, we've missed that. We've lost that many years ago. And it's vital to that mother to replenish her body, first off, from pregnancy, right? During pregnancy, all of your extra nutrients are being channeled to your growing baby. And then, of course, the birth process is a big event on the body. And then you move into that postpartum time where your body, your tissues are healing, your organs are going back into normal place, you know, your body is losing some weight. And so you're in this really radical healing space. And because we, we, we've lost that art of nourishing mothers, then that's a huge missing piece for all of us. And if you can get that guidance, then you can be using food to replenish your body, replenish those lost nutrients to not only make your body feel good and healthy and strong, um, but then also to be preparing for future pregnancies, if that's your goal, and to support your fertility moving forward. And, you know, that's the thing, right? We all are eating every day. Food is vital to our existence. And so why not just use it in a way to be supporting your body to feel really good, have, you know, that more energy and lower stress. And Luan, I will say here as well, it's not about restrictive diets and like low calorie counting or, you know, a lot of people will go on like high protein, low carb diets. It's not about 
putting into place one of those restrictive types of diets. Because for a mother who is, you know, already balancing it all, that kind of eating adds more stress, right? And which, which then that stress <laughs> of that restrictive eating pattern like say low calorie, then that just puts your body into survival mode, which, which is not supportive of that healing process. And so it's more about, okay, getting real with your schedule and the resources available to you, and then getting some creative ways to get nourishing foods into your body and eating foods in a way that are supportive to your healing. Like, you know, um, a lot of people will go to taking away gluten or dairy in their diets, but it's more about how your body is absorbing those nutrients, like dairy, for instance. If people are drinking milk, milk is not um, easily digestible on our systems, but yogurt is because yogurt is fermented and it doesn't have the lactose that is really hard on our bodies to digest. So it's just about making simple changes to support your body to get extra nutrients and just eating, eating in a way that supports your health. Can you tell that I'm passionate about this? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's really good. It's really information that needs to be said and that's not talked about a lot because I know I used to be on that restrictive dieting path myself, like a lot of women and mothers do, because we feel that when we hear the terms, okay, be healthy, get healthy, automatically minds start to go to restrictive diets and cutting out this and cutting out that. And as you said, it does put a tremendous amount of stress because I can remember how stressed I used to be about making sure I was eating the right things and cutting out this and cutting out that. So it is refreshing to hear you say that because I will say that for myself, when I kind of developed that mindset that it's more about a healthy lifestyle and I call it everything in moderation and really just being health conscious overall with everything I do, that is really, to me, it's much less stress. And then also, as I tell people, I found that I started getting more results and seeing results that I wanted to see when I took the approach of having this overall healthy lifestyle and something that's sustainable. Because I feel that a lot of people, when they go into these diets, it's a diet. And to me, it's not something you're going to sustain. So of course, as soon as you stop following it to the T, then you gain all the weight back. But to me, really, the ultimate goal is just healthy living and a healthy lifestyle over overall. Yes, absolutely. That is so wonderful that you've even seen that in your own life. Because yeah, you know, as mothers who have gone through pregnancy, you know, there's a huge, there is a body image aspect to it. And again, that comes back to culturally, we don't particularly honor the fact that our bodies change so much. And we see those images out there of people, you know, slimming down really fast after birth, which is often not common, right? And usually it takes a, a long time for our bodies to shift. But, you know, because we live in this culture and we've been fed these images about body image for so long, right, that's just in our minds and we have that goal. And oftentimes also losing weight isn't so much about the number. It's just about feeling good in your body and losing extra weight so that your joints feel good and that you have energy to run around with your kids. But, you know, on that note, in my practice, what I see, you know, are the 
the five factors that lead to that unwanted weight gain or stubborn weight loss, these are these are the five factors, right? One is that yo-yo dieting that you were just talking about, Luan, right? So yes. going on that restrictive pattern and then and then losing it, you know, not doing it, and then you're gaining the weight back, and then a few weeks or months later, you're going back on that restrictive diet. So that yo-yo dieting. Uh, number two is hormone imbalance because our hormones uh, play a very integral role in weight loss. And often people don't recognize that or don't realize it. And postpartum healing is such a hormonally rich time, particularly moving forward when the period returns and um, you know your hormones are still jumping around a year or two after birth, if not more. And then number three is stress, right? Our bodies, when our bodies are stressed out, our stress hormone cortisol actually um, inhibits weight loss, right? Because it, it reduces the thyroid function and thyroid is the regulator of our metabolism. It, um, it, it Physiologically, it is a fight or flight response. And so when we have chronic stress, our bodies are holding on to extra weight because um, our brains think that we are being constantly exposed to like a tiger <laughs> running after us because this is like an evolutionary response. And so our bodies think that we need to hold on to the calories. And so if you are eating in a way that adds more stress to your body, then that's going to actually, that can lead to either weight gain or not losing the weight. And then number four would be gut issues, right? We gotta we gotta look at what's going on in your digestive tract and see, okay, maybe it's not about the foods that you're eating. Maybe it's actually about your your digestive tract, your gut health, and something's going on in there that we need to repair. So then your body can actually absorb and use the foods that you're eating. And then number five would be lack of proper nutrients, which again is so important in this postpartum time because as I was talking about before, uh, we lose so many nutrients during pregnancy and that needs to be replenished. And so if a mom, you know, shortly after birth is, is going on one of those restrictive diets or doing things in order to lose weight, eating in a way that promotes weight loss, that actually leads to more nutrient depletion and which can then contribute to either that weight gain or again, not being able to lose the weight. Those are phenomenal factors that and hearing them all listed out, I feel a lot of people don't take into consideration how all of these things can work together, work against you, however you want to say that, how all these things come into play when it comes to your overall health and nutrition. So I really thank you for sharing those five factors so that people can see that it is more to this whole healthy living than the yo-yo dieting. There are so many more things that come into play with that. I get asked all the time, Lawan, how do you book guests on your show so easily? My former guests constantly praise my booking process and many want to know just how I get it done so seamlessly and so efficiently. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. The key to easy guest booking is systems, workflows, and automation. That's right. Get your systems in order and your booking process will flow smoothly. But where do you start? I'm so glad that you asked. You have to get a guest booking process 
And luckily for you, I have packaged my signature process together and it is now available for you. Podcast Guest Booking Made Easy is my signature system for easily booking guests. Inside this e-guide, you will find my guest booking process, an easy guest booking checklist, and best of all, you get all of my emails and forms which you can customize and use in your own booking process. Eliminate the stress and frustration of booking guests now and head over to bit.ly slash easy guest booking or go over to my website, lawanmoses.com and grab your podcast guest booking made easy guide today. So what could be done to help a mom kind of figure out the best step towards feeling balanced and strong, especially when they're going back to work and working and trying to get all the pieces of life to flow together? Mm-hmm, yes. So I'll, I'll say two things. First is to find a practitioner who is willing to look for the root cause of how you are feeling and somebody who validates what you're going through and understands that it's, you know, this is a hard time to be balancing it all and is willing to go the extra mile to help you figure out, you know, the root cause of what you're dealing with and then help get answers for you as well. And because right now, particularly moms in that time when they're going back to work, you know, they've had their six week checkup, which they've given that they've been given the the check mark for, okay, you know, yeah, you look great after birth. Good luck. And they aren't given any answers or any resources for their health. And it's such an important time to be working with a practitioner who can talk with you. Okay. What are your stress levels? What, you know, how can we get some, some easy nutrition into you? Let's look at your thyroid. You know, um, uh, what is it? One in eight women have uh, postpartum thyroiditis within the first year after giving birth, and it's not commonly checked for. So you want to be working with someone who is willing to to do those labs for you to see, hey, are you, do you have a thyroid issue? Because one, it's common. And two, those symptoms of having, say, hypothyroid or um, low-functioning thyroid are anxiety, depression, inability to lose weight, insomnia, right? All things that moms are, are typically going through. And that's not to say that every mother is struggling with thyroid uh, issues, but because those symptoms are so similar, it's important to get them checked. So that's the first thing, right? Work with somebody who's willing to to do that work for you and work with a practitioner. And then second is to get your stress hormone cortisol checked. Because if you're in that space where you've got a young baby, maybe you've got, you know, some older kids at home too, and you are stepping back to work, that is such a high stress situation. And, you know, I was talking about the ways that stress interacts on our body, particularly around weight gain, but having that chronic stress contributes to a lot of other chronic diseases too. And so you can do a very simple salivary test to see what your cortisol is doing. And um, I order this for almost all my patients and it's really cool. You get this graph back to see what your cortisol is doing throughout the day. And if it's elevated or if it's really low, well, then that's a huge, that's contributing to, to that stress. And 
to the, you know, the weight gain, if that's a picture for you and the low energy anxiety, um, the first thing to look for is what your, your stress hormone cortisol is doing. And, um, it's a really, and what I love to remind people about is if you're in, if you're feeling really stressed, you know, in that space, that mental space of constantly overwhelmed, feeling like you just cannot get a handle on the tasks throughout the day, right? Just you feel like you're running around crazy. Your body is under a state of constant stress. And what needs to happen, it's not necessarily that we have to change your environment because often you can't change, right? Like your family, you love your family. And of course it's chaotic at times, but, but you love your family. You don't want to change that. You know, often you can't change the fact that you have to work. So it's not about changing the stressors going on in your environment. It's about changing how your body adapts to the stress around you. And that is the work that I do with people is we change that stress response so that you feel like even though you've got the same schedule, you know, you're running the kids to daycare and then going into work and coming home and all the things you're doing all of that, but your body reacts differently so that you actually feel balanced and steady doing all of those things. So um, that's an important, important thing to look at. Those are two great tips that I feel a lot of us would have never thought of ourselves because we don't, when we think about stress and hormones and nutrition, a lot of times you don't hear those tips of finding a practitioner that's going to work with you and then also get your stress hormone cortisol level checked. And I feel that it's great that this is the work that you do in your practice and how you are now able to help moms with getting those answers that are so needed so they can start to kind of really manage this stress beyond just the surface level of what we tend to hear as stress management techniques. Right. Yes. Because, and that brings us back to that, you know, guilt idea, right? If you're a busy mom and you're like, okay, I just need to right, do some stress management. So some positive thinking while I'm driving in the car, you know, and then, and, and that just doesn't work. It's not your fault, right? It's just that your body is not reacting to the stress around you appropriately. And it's important to then support your body so that you, you feel that balance and that you can, yeah, you can be doing those positive thought exercises and and it works. <laughs> yes, I'm a true believer that there is a place for medicine in life and there is a place for positive affirmations and natural medicine. Everything has its place and everything does it does its part and it all kind of works together for the greater good. I just yes. thank you so much for sharing all of that information with us and really just helping us kind of rethink how we think about stress and nutrition and life after baby. Cause I know that even though my kid, like I said, my kids are older, I feel like I learned a lot and a lot of things I probably wish I would have known when I had younger kids. So I truly appreciate you sharing all of that with us. So if you could just kind of tell people where they could connect with you online, where they can learn more about your practice and the work that you do. And also if you have any tools or resources that you would like to offer. 
Yes, absolutely. So, you know, Luan, you have created a really beautiful community here. And I know that there are moms listening who are busy and burnt out. And so if that is you, I want you to reach out to me directly. I have set aside some specific spots in my calendar just for you. So you can go to my calendar, calendly.com forward slash Dr. Angela Potter. I'll give Lawan these links and sign up for a free call with me, a free vibrant health breakthrough session so that we can talk about your most frustrating health issues, right? Since you've had a baby and then this path that lays forth so that you can get to that place where you feel strong and healthy and free of anxiety and exhaustion. So if you know, you're know you ready to reach out, go ahead, sign up directly on my calendar. I'm sharing that directly with you. You can find me also at my website, drangelapotter.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Dr. Angela Potter are my handles. Are you there, Luan? I can't hear you. Oops, I was muted. Oh, oh. So those are, those are all great resources to have. And I am so glad that you were able to share them with us. I will be sure to link to those in the show notes. And I do encourage anyone that is feeling busy and overwhelmed right now, and you are a new mom or a mom that has kids still, and you are trying to manage it through everything that you have going on to connect with Dr. Angela so that she can start to help you get that vibrant life in order. So thank you again, Dr. Angela, for joining me. This was truly great information. Oh, thank you, Luan. It was such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to LuanMoses.com. I love for us to stay in touch. Make sure you leave your email address so I can send you inspiration, tips, and the latest updates. Or if you prefer, text the word more, that's M-O-R-E, to 302-440-4632. We have some great things coming up and I don't want you to miss a thing. Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, keep pressing because victory is yours.